Hello beautiful people. In this series, we're going to look at the concept of starting before you're ready. It is often a challenge and a mind game that we play with ourselves, but there is a few tricks that we can look at that are going to be very helpful. In this first episode, we're going to focus on the fact that it is a mind game with yourself, which means you have all the tools you need to win against yourself. Starting before you're ready is the entire concept of knowledge versus experience. It's basically speaking to the fact that you can read and study as much as you want and you can get insight as much as you want and it will never replace experience. At some point you will need the experience to actually be able to do what you want. The reality of it is that the only way to get feedback is actually to put your work out there to have it seen by people. Now you don't need it to be seen by everybody. You can have a small group of, you know, testers for say, that will give you feedback. But with a data aspect, it's really just you versus yourself versus your own ID. And creativity comes from having different sources of inspiration. Feedback is part of that. And winning against your mind is having other people telling you this is good, but this aspect could be better or this is bad and this is correct. That way you'll know where to focus on instead of, you know, thinking everything is not up to what you imagine in your head. Now, over time, you're going to ask a lot of questions about is this good enough? Is this ready? But the reality of it is that the longer you wait, the more you don't do it, the more you don't publish what you want to publish, the more you don't create what you want to create, the harder it gets. Because over time, you're letting your brain run a bit wild and asking more and more questions. So you end up in a feedback loop that doesn't stop, where you're constantly asking questions, constantly finding new sources of information where you figure out that you could improve without ever releasing or doing what you're wanting to do. This is basically an exercise against your mind because you're the only one putting the bar somewhere. Nobody else is. You could do something very simple and release it and see the feedback and be like, okay, that was an enjoyable experience. The next time I do something like that, I will change a bit how I go about it. And that will reassure your brain not to ask certain questions on how you're going to push the information or what you produce. The source of that fight within your own self about, you know, having it ready is not often a singular one. It would be easy to say that, oh, it's because you're afraid for people to see what you're doing. But it's not just that. It's often a mixture of different elements and experience we have had in the past or lack of experience we haven't had in the past. Understanding that and trying to figure out am I afraid because I've never done it or am I afraid because I've done it and it hasn't succeeded before or am I afraid because I'm building something for the first time is going to be important because it's not just going to be fear. But once you get that aspect out of the way, you can start to understand a bit more your mind. Are you doing it because you have a perfectionist side? Are you doing it because you're never happy with yourself in general when you do certain tasks? If you understand that, you may be able to get a deeper knowledge of yourself, which will help ultimately actually achieve what you're trying to do and not question it all the time. Insecurities can also play a big part in that. Understanding your insecurities, whether it is about producing something or about that thing being seen is very different. Self-introspection in that case is more about asking how come I'm not doing it and 
If you don't have an answer, that's fine. Asking the question is gonna force your brain to figure things out, even on its own. And at the end of the day, what you want is your brain to work for you, to be able to tell you, this is not ready, this is ready. This is good enough, this is not good enough. And not to be stuck in a loop of your brain always saying, this is good, but it could be better. Because the truth is, everything could always be better, including yourself, including myself. I always work on myself. It's a never-ending story of learning. And that's the beauty about, you know, being human and being here, is that you get to learn, you get to grow, you get to have experience. And creating something is also an experience, and it can be challenging. One of the paradox of this situation is that you can still be very creative so you have the sensation that your mind is working and it's working and yet not being able to release it. It's because one aspect of your mind is working fully on the task at hand and the creation of what you're doing, but another one is worrying not about the creation aspect, but about the releasing aspect. You, you can have all the ideas, you can have all the concepts, you can put them on paper, you, you can speak about it to people, but when it comes to doing it, there is always something in your way, always an excuse for your mind to say, I should be doing this instead, or this is not right, I wanted to read that before. And understanding that aspect of yourself is important, because so many things can work for you, because you get it and you move forward, you may be blind to the fact that you're also holding yourself back in the biggest of way. If you want to create something, planning is important. I would even say it's key, even if it's only three steps, you know, getting the supply, doing the thing and shipping it or posting a picture of it, whatever the case may be. It can be very simple or it can be very complex. In any case, you should be able to do a plan that is achievable. So you should be able to say, I can do all those tasks. And once you have a plan, you should accept not to change it too much or too often. Because if you have what I would call feature creep, into your project, it's basically your mind slowing you down potentially. Now you can have good things come out of it. As you're doing it, you're learning, oh, this would make it a lot better. I can do it easily. I should incorporate that in my work, in what I'm producing, then yes. But it also shouldn't be a constant state. So your plan should have also a timeline attached to it. You should give yourself enough time to be able to do things if you need to learn different aspects to learn them, but also to have a target and say, okay, I need an extra month because I've just discovered that and it seemed to be very interesting to me and I think it could add a lot. So maybe you can play a bit with that, but you could say, now I'm gonna be a month late, so I'm just gonna do this one thing and at the end of that month, I'll make sure it's ready. That way you can control yourself a bit better and give your mind boundaries into running wild and thinking, oh, but what if I find something else and this got so much better after that one thing, maybe I should search more. Having a plan and having a timeline is important. It gives a structure to your mind. When the mind is creative, it doesn't really have a plan or a timeline. It is just making things as you go, creating, helping you design, helping you write, whatever the case may be for you. During this creative process, the mind does not hold time very well. So help it by making a plan and try to respect it the best you can. I hope you've enjoyed our first episode. Next week, we're going to look at active procrastination or the action of not doing what you need to do.